Welcome back to the Draft House Podcast. You are here with your host, Moss and Clarence. To the left of me, we got the, the co-host, the one, the only. It's your boy, Bleezy. Welcome back, y'all. And today, we got a very special guest. In... Uh, my name is Mike Bullock, or call me Schmuck on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Where, where, where'd Schmuck come from? Uh, that's actually a, uh, a Marine Corps thing. Uh, it was a hypothetical Marine. So, like, when we got safety briefs from our higher-ups, uh, they'd be like, oh, Lance Corporal Schmuckatelli. So it just kind of, you know, became a thing. Like, oh, I was the real-life schmuckatelli. Like, always getting in trouble, doing, you know. <laughs> so it just became a thing. A little degeneracy. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about a lot of stuff today, man. <coughs> we're going to talk about the good stuff, the light, the dark. But, I mean, there's always a little bit of fun and degeneracy done in moderation tell us a little bit about what that was like in the the marines yes sir yeah i feel like those those guys like to get down man uh the the marine corps was uh it was it was born in a bar uh november 10th 1775 oh you're being honest it was uh, born in a bar it was born in a bar uh (laughs) bunch of drunk dudes got together like man we should form the marine corps um (laughs) but uh man it's it's one of those things that I was an alcoholic before I joined the Marine Corps. I was mm. an, I, I found I was an alcoholic at an early age, even when I wasn't aware of it. How early? And uh, and it just man, they, Marines like to get down. We like to drink. We like to get rowdy, and that that kind of those those actions have consequences. Yeah. How early of a age did you find out you were an alcoholic? So I found out I was an alcoholic uh, while I was in the Marine Corps. Um, but you were before you joined? Yes. So how early on? So 14, 15 was when I started dabbing into alcohol at family get-togethers. and But what I didn't kind, know I was an alcoholic. What kind of drinks? Uh, like l- liquor, liquor yeah. whiskey, mixing it in soda, yeah. some yeah. daiquiri. Just, yeah, just what the, what the adults just tasting. had. There. Yeah, samples. So, you, all right, so when you say you didn't know you were an alcoholic, are you, do you mean like even genetically? Like, like you just feel that? Or what do you mean? Um, so I feel like I was an alcoholic. It was like a developing, uh, stages that developed into, um, me being an alcoholic. I don't necessarily know if mine was genetics or if it was just, it was built, uh, in my brain at a young age coming up around it. Um, and addiction is an issue and in my family on both sides. So was there any like main one thing that you came to that realization that you might have alcoholism or be an alcoholic? Uh, so in the Marine Corps, I got uh, NJP'd. Uh, it's called non-judicial punishment twice and court-martialed once for all three incidents, alcohol-related, uh, blackout nights. You know, I lost my mom to cirrhosis of the liver back in 2018, and I took it really hard. I was young, mm-hmm. and I would just turn to the bottle. It was Jack Daniels in the Marine Corps, man. It was <laughs> chasing your liquor with beer. It was, uh, and when, once I got a DWI in 2017, actually here in Cabarrus County. I was home visiting, got a DWI up here, uh, went back to base, got busted down and ranked by a full bird colonel, and uh, they sent me to a, a substance abuse rehabilitation program for 30 days. I was outpatient, mm-hmm. so I didn't have to sleep there, <clears throat> but just just those incidents stacked up on top mm-hmm. of each other, it was like, yo, my life is in shambles. It's not, you know... It's good, though, that you still came to that realization because there's people who, to this day, go through those struggles still and can't kind of make that, that light to it that you did, you know, to finally make that change. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. What was, uh, what was like, your, your tipping point? 
of like well with the with the i guess drinking specifically like i know that you had a lot of uh dwis and whatnot like was there a specific one that like had you like all right bro i gotta i gotta straighten up uh man it was honestly um my substance abuse uh messed up my marriage Mm. Uh, my wife would just be like, oh, it's the things you did. I was, a, I was a poor husband, man. I made mistakes. Uh, I don't have to go into detail, but I made mistakes. I was a poor husband. I didn't, I didn't love my wife because I didn't know how to love myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, first thing is like learning how to be honest with yourself. You can't be honest with other people if you don't know how to be honest with yourself. Mm. And, uh, and when I lost my wife, I hit a rock bottom that I just uh, I knew who I didn't want to be anymore. Yeah. I feel that. So what were your uh, what were your steps to to getting back? Like, what was the first thing? Uh, honestly, man, it, it 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 came from not not killing myself. Um, and the the second I decided not to, and and I don't care what what people believe, man. That that second I decided not to, like I knew I was like this isn't this isn't right. This is not where I need to go. You know, no matter what I did in the past, like I can change it. I can make up for it. Mm-hmm feel that yeah no one deserves that man for sure and i'm i'm glad to have you here today absolutely 100 percent. heck yeah so uh you got kids no uh i had a stepchild for had two a step years child yeah, okay he's, he's my boy yeah how was uh what what did that i guess show you i know uh for me personally like I don't have I don't have kids yet. I want kids, you know. And uh, hanging, I've I've never really hung around like a really young child, you know. Especially like in a house dynamic. Um, I have a little sister, but uh, you know, she's I'm six years older than her, so like, ten years older than her. <laughs> yeah. So like, what what was it like seeing like just you know a little one growing up? Uh, it, man, it was it was awesome. Uh, he was a handful uh, a lot of the times. His name was Benjamin. Uh, We'd go out. We'd go out to eat, and his, his father was his father wasn't in the picture from the very beginning. Um, but I got out of the out of the Marine Corps, met Chloe, uh, took on that challenge. I knew what I wanted. I just didn't know how to get there. I knew I wanted to be a husband. I knew I wanted to be a father. I just didn't know how to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And but man, we'd go out to eat, and the waitress would be like, "Oh, he looks just like his dad." And we didn't <laughs> even, we wouldn't even correct people, man, because yeah. he might as well have been mine. Heck yeah, that's awesome. Um, so it was awesome. It's it's awesome. Like you know. Even though things didn't work out with me and his mother, uh, he's he's gonna remember me, mm-hmm. and hopefully he remembers the good. Oh yeah, for sure. So, so you uh, you're a martial artist. You could say that. Nah, bro. <laughs> in you're training, a in training. Well, I mean, the martial artist. Anyone who trains martial arts is a martial artist. How'd you Absolutely. get into that martial arts? Uh, it was a couple months after the wife left, actually. Uh, we had a phone call and talked for like two hours catching up. And I was like, so what are you doing these days? Oh, I, start, I found a jiu-jitsu gym in Monroe. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, that's something we talked about doing together <laughs> at one point and just never did it. And uh, she told me, she's like, you can come by. And uh, Coach Vernon, shout out, uh, took me in. I told him, like, hey, man, that's, we're split up. But there's not going to be any issues in your gym. It's not like that um she she's a full-time mother so she didn't end up sticking around uh but i did i fell in love man yeah i fell in love hard with jiu-jitsu and just mma in general that's awesome how often you train uh i train typically sunday through thursdays every now and then i had a friday class uh i've taken the past week off kind of get my marbles back and and uh hang out with a bunch of veteran friends oh yeah make an impact oh yeah 
What uh, what's your favorite part about about it all? Honestly, man, it's the discipline. It's the print, the, the 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 life principles that it teaches me. Because it's not just, you know, it humbles you so much, um, and and that it spews over into every aspect in your life. You know, it makes you a better brother, a better father, a better whatever, a better friend, and uh, and I'm just just super passionate about it, man. It makes me a better person. Mm-hmm. What about it humbles you? Being able to be that close from death or what just uh it it humbles me in the sense of man you go in there and i I was never the type like oh i'm gonna beat this Mm -hmm. dude up like never been that type never had that kind of ego but you go in there and you see all these other people around you man we got these awesome awesome 16 17 year old kids monsters getting dq'd from uh the pkbs the touch bar and because they're just animals and uh man i just love seeing other people happy and go-getters and it just it, it keeps me coming back yeah it's awesome being a part of that association oh yeah yeah it's always interesting going into like a martial arts like gym because like i feel like just in life you know you look around and you're like i could probably take that guy you just think it in your head if you're if you're a, a man yeah. walking the earth you just that happens you just think oh, about yeah. it but then you go to martial arts gyms and then you realize like oh i don't know what the fuck a killer really looks like that's the point of being a killer like this dude looks like there's a fucking black belt who could destroy like 90 percent of the population and he looks harmless you know 100 <laughs> you'd never know on the street right and then you go and sometimes you go to gyms and like you gotta like roll or spar with the motherfucker and they're big they look strong you're like ah oh, shit and then a couple seconds in you're like oh you don't know a goddamn thing and every so often scary. you're blessed with one of those good clips on the internet <laughs> to watch it oh <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, you're competing these days? Uh, yeah, man. My last one was a combat sambo match two Saturdays ago. Combat fucking. What exactly sambo. is combat sambo? So sambo is a wrestling, uh, Russian wrestling sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored on takedowns and pens. Okay. Um, not a hundred percent like, like I, I competed in it, but I'm, I'm I'm trying to get more familiar with it. But because it was sambo, uh, kicks, punches, knees, elbows, even headbutts. So combat allows the You guys had headbutts? Okay. We had headbutts. That's pretty fire. Uh, you, you headbutted a motherfucker? Uh, I think he headbutted me once in that fight. How but, the uh, fuck did that feel? Were you like... I what? can't believe he threw a headbutt. <laughs> yeah, he was shorter than me, so it was like one time he had his grip. It's like riding your nose. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we had headgear on, so it wasn't you know anything crazy. Yeah. Um, but man, that makes I'm, a little more sense on his part. Competing's too. awesome. I know you do a little competing yourself. Yeah, you I've, I've never, more. I've never been fucking headbutted. I'd be, uh, <laughs> I feel like that's where I'm just like, yo, let's, uh, let's rethink this one. You know what I mean? But I, I honestly, I feel like it is a good thing to train because, like, out in the streets, I'm definitely down to like ram my forehead into some dude's fucking nose yeah. bust your shit open if i need to you feel me <laughs> especially like being a shorter person is fucking what you say you're right They're in there. my face already it's bang, literally you know what i mean you're fucking nuts holy shit <laughs> combat fucking samba man so uh who'd you uh who'd, uh, tell us about your fight walk us through it what were, what was it like leading up to it was it what were you dealing with nerves is your first fight so this was this was I've competed a couple times in jiu-jitsu, okay. uh, did a couple PKBs, uh, touch sparring. Um, this was my first, I guess, combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, closest thing I'm gonna get uh, before getting in the cage. Right. You know, we had shin guards on, sambo shoes, headgear. Uh, but man, it was it was awesome, dude. My opponent, shout out Benjamin Ellis, dude. He's a he's a high school wrestler, and it was a it was a it was a a sport based on takedown. So I got out wrestled. But now I know what I need to work on. Yeah, he's a, a, he's a motherfucker, bro. I, I <laughs> trained with him a little bit too. I've uh, I've rolled with him. Yeah, he's We're a good at, wrestler. 
Uh, he he uh, pulled up to Metro. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, he was just there with me on a open mat day, and um, he uh, he just he wanted to work some positional stuff. He does some karate too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he teaches a karate thing. So I was uh, actually really like surprised that he was doing so much wrestling, being a karate teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. just hidden, hidden talent. Hidden talents, yeah. But uh, yeah, walk us through it. Walk us through the fight. You, uh, well, first off, the the lead up to the fight. Did you did you deal with nerves or or were you what what was that for what was that like for you mentally? Um. So before the fight, man, like. I was super excited from the get. I was like, yeah, let's go. Um, about a month before the fight, I was running two miles practically every day. I would I work 10-hour work days. I would get off on my lunch break um, and go just right around the corner and, and run this track. It was a quarter-mile track. Uh, excuse me, half-mile track, and I would do it four times. Um, it was actually where we PT'd before the Marine Corps. Uh, but anyway, um, man, I was out there running, dude, conditioning, doing – thinking I was doing everything I possibly could to get prepared. And what I really needed to be working on was wrestling and wrestling defense. I found that out real quick. Uh, but, man, I was, I was, you know, we were going back and forth. Like, I was talking to him in the DMs, like getting mm. to know him as a person, real real nice dude. Um, made a couple memes, like, because we he was in red and I was in blue, our Samba outfit. And uh, it, we were, like, kind of, like, playful bantering in our stories and um, – you know, I talked a big game, but he he came out the better better fighter. Yeah, so. he's a yeah he is a good wrestler for sure. But I don't think you were wrong getting getting your fucking conditioning right, bro. I don't give a fuck how good you are. If you get fucking tired, you're, you're done. done. <laughs> you are fucking number one. done. All right, if you're fucking, I was gonna say if you're a fucking black belt and you're tired, like me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yo, if you're a fucking purple belt and you're tired, I'm tapping. I'm tapping you easy. But um, fuck yeah. So, are you uh? working wrestling these days uh so like i said man i so after that saturday i lost i I jumped right back into training actually went out to one of his wrestling classes that monday i get a little cross training in trained through the week man and there was just something like every time i got taken down uh by my boy wit and david and all those all these killers that we got man i i felt like a frustration in my chest like I, i just every single time every time i got pieced up i just wasn't myself and i i found that i was taking that loss to heart and so i was like okay let me take a week off of training just a week get my get my stuff together get more you know tap into my spirituality uh you know just get on it get my get my head back right yeah and uh, i'm ready to get back tomorrow and go back even better than i was oh yeah that's awesome i mean man it's a lesson bro you know not really a loss it's a lesson i feel like especially early in the careers as amateur fighters it's really just experience Figuring out what you're good at and figuring out what you got to work at. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, I think a loss is only a loss if there's no lesson learned. Yeah. It's how it goes. Honestly, sometimes, like, winning's one of the... It sounds silly, but, like, winning's, like, one of the worst things that happens. Like, sometimes you see a dude win and they're taking too much time off because, they, you know, they just won. You know, they're like, ah, they, they get big. You know what I mean? You, you see those dudes who balloon up in between fights. It's always the guys who are doing pretty well. For real. Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah, man. So, uh, what you do these days, bro? I, like, tell us about you. This is the first time we're meeting. I mean, uh, I mean, that's, I mean, that's practically what I do these days. I work, uh, I work in a shop. I'm a general service technician, so I do oil changes, tire work, things like that. But, um, I'm definitely trying to get ASC certified, learn some mechanics, you know, make more money. There's more money in that. <laughs> 
So, uh, so with fighting, is that something that you want to do like pro, uh, or like, do you like what, I guess, are you like just doing a bunch of stuff kind of seeing what sticks or do you have like a specific plan that you're trying to see through? Um, so I, I don't, I don't go around telling everybody, man, I'm going to be a pro fighter. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make it to the UFC, but I, I, I that's what I want to do. Why don't you tell people that? Cause, uh, I, I'm, I'm a strong believer in actions over words and, uh, um, in the sense of, you know, it'd be kind of cringe. Like, um, I don't know, man, I, I don't have to tell people what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it. Feel that. Um, you know, and if it doesn't happen, then I look kind of like, man, like what happened? You're, you know, and, and life happens, you know, it's whatever, but it's a fucking gamble, but that's, you know what, uh, that's what I want to do eventually, man. Uh, yeah. State of North Carolina, you just have to, you have to have four amateur fights before you get your first pro fight. Yeah. Uh, I've got a pro fighter at our gym, David, one of the best mentors I have in my life right now. One of the best coaches, uh, one of my best friends and he's, he's a killer. He's had four pro fights and, and, uh, he's going to get back to it here soon. Oh Yeah. Man, I'm definitely a believer in fucking saying shit out loud, power in the tongue. You know, I know this podcast this is going to be one of the fucking biggest podcasts. We're going to beat Joe Rogan. We're going to beat Emma Chamberlain's. And uh, I'm, I'm happy for you, bro. And, and and I'm glad that you do want to be a pro. And I'm glad you said it in front of everyone. 100%. You know what I mean? World, one I of think, the biggest podcasts in the world. <laughs> yeah, bro. Because... And even just like you said, like, you know, saying it to people and now, like, if it doesn't happen, they're like, what happens, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, you're just putting more pressure on yourself. And it, and that helps you, you know, in the long run. Like, I mean, I guess it depends. You know, pressure either makes or breaks you. But the pressure is necessary, you know, like, especially with these. If you When you're a pro fighter, you're, you're fighting for the championship and all that shit. There's a lot of pressure on you, even though at the end of the day, as long as you're doing your best at all, that's all that matters, you know? And if you're doing your best, bro, no matter what happens, that's all that fucking matters. If someone, what, what the fuck can someone say to you that matters when you know, like, bro, I, I did everything I could. You know, what happened? Fucking did everything I could. That's what the fuck happened. And, and wherever you end up is where you end up, bro. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tell us about this, uh, this merch you got. Uh, so this, uh, the shirt is actually, uh, one of Kasky. He shout out to Kasky. He's a rapper. Uh, he was signed to Birdman. Uh, mm. a lot of people don't realize cash money records, uh, when he was 19 years old. Uh, he's a huge, uh, inspiration mentor in my life. You know, I, I tap into music. I love, I've always loved music, uh, meaningful music and things I can relate to, man. And, uh, that dude, that dude's dad, uh, he killed himself when he was 16, mm. uh, turned to drugs. His dad was an addict and he just, he was kind of sucked into the life too, but he's been clean for, I think four years now. Oh yeah. Um, and he's just, he just inspires. He wants to impact and, uh, he's a, he's a black sheep, man. And that's always been my personality. Uh, you could ask LeBron, man. In high school, I was the black sheep. Mm. You know, everybody, everybody knew me, but whether they liked me or not, it didn't matter. Like I was like a, just an outcast, like in my family. In society, it's just a personality. Oh yeah, I dig it. That's so. That's your brand. Oh, uh, that's actually that's his brand. Uh, okay. Kasky's. Okay. Uh, he that's goes dope. by the Black Sheep, and it's just a personality that I can uh, relate to. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. How'd that's you cool. guys meet? You and uh, Kasky. Uh, he's just uh, so I've I've met him at meet and greets at concerts. I don't know the guy personally. Oh, okay. Uh, he's okay. just one of my favorite rappers. That like got you. Hell he yeah. uh, talks about substance abuse as well and things like that. And it's like oh, I can relate. You know. Mm-hmm. Who else you bumping? Man, uh, honestly, uh, bumping a lot, man. There's just one dude. Uh, one dude. It's like, like grind too hard, OSHA or something like that. I probably mispronounced the last part, but uh, he's really good, man. Um, 
I'm a strong believer in, you know, you are who you surround yourself with, Mm -hmm. whether it be what you watch on TV, what you listen to, what you read, everything you consume is who you're going to be. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So what are you consuming a lot of? Uh, just grind, just grind, just hustle music, man. Nipsey, I, I bump Nipsey, Nip, Nipsey hustle, man. He's, he, he was a grinder, bro. He was independent his whole career. Oh uh, yeah. So you ever think about dabbling in music? Uh, back in my, uh, back in my party days, man, I used to do a little freestyling with the boys, you know, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't say I was any good, but I mean, I did it and I enjoyed it. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, a lot of my buddies are better than I was, but we were having fun. So <laughs> that's what's up. What do you say that some of the biggest, um, rules of discipline that you've learned through your martial arts that you carry with you every day? Discipline. Um, I have a lot of discipline uh, when it comes to my my fuse. Everybody's got a fuse. Mm-hmm. I, I've found that my fuse is a lot longer than it used to be. It takes it takes a lot to get me mad these days. It really mm-hmm. does. Uh, I've just kind of found a serene life with martial arts, and um, it's just been great. You know, it takes a lot to make me mad. I, I don't. I don't like to get mad. It's a waste of energy. Were you, know? you used to? What did you? Were you short fused before? Oh, 100 percent, man. Ever anything you guys would say to me, I'd be like, oh, they're attacking me. Mm. What do you think that stemmed from? Oh, just just having a negative mindset, man. Uh, you know, being being uh, being playing victim all the time, playing victim, mm-hmm. uh, not owning up to your your responsibilities and your mistakes, and just a negative person all around. You know, they're. They're typically going to have short, shorter fuses, and you know. But but if you uh, if every little thing rocks your boat, when when something big happens, you're done for. Yeah, you're done for for sure. You think uh, a lot of that stemmed from losing a parent at an early age? Uh, I do. Um, I I carried a lot of anger. Uh, I carried a chip on my shoulder for quite a long time, and and uh, even 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 uh baggage that came from my blood mother you know her her leaving at a young age and and i i knew her um we went would go to visit as kids but we weren't like super close mm-hmm. and uh you know i just i carried a lot of pain uh with me that just made me an angry person and it's it's when my wife left and i started finding myself uh kind of finding my zen in life i i, I realized man i'm i'm angry because i'm not forgiving these other people that did mm-hmm. me wrong when i was young yeah so uh, I don't need somebody else's forgiveness. I just, I just, you know, I've worked on forgiving other people. Mm. It's beautiful. It takes a load off. For sure. Oh, yeah, bro. You're a fucking inspiration to people out there. Do you realize that? Uh, man, a lot of people, a lot of people like hit me up every now and then. Man, old Marine Corps friends hit me up I haven't talked to in two years and things like that, man. And it, and it <clears> makes, <throat> it's, it's, it's such a good feeling because mm-hmm. that's what I'm after. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm bettering myself so I can better other people's lives. Right. I want to add value to your life, to your life. And, and I, I've developed a servant's heart. You know, I'm, I'm no saint. I'm no saint. I make mistakes. Again, like I, my, my, my fuse is long, but uh, there are times I get mad, you know, and, and, I'm no saint, but I'm just trying to be better than I was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw this thing recently that talked about um, emotional maturity, and uh, it, it essentially it's the uh, the concept is it's not about being emotionally mature, but it's more so more so about being skillful with emotions, because a lot of times people will avoid emotions and think that they're doing the right thing 
But what you really need to be able to do is experience the emotions and just have the skills in order to cope with it. Because, you know, there's been times in my life, you know, I, I've dealt with like being an angry person, you know. And um, there are times where I'm like, oh, I don't deal with that anymore. But it's just because like nothing made me like face that for for a long time. So, it, you know, essentially I'm like, ah, it's, it's not there anymore. But as I get older, I'm learning that a lot of what we do is just like being able to be in the fire and like, you know, kind of see your way through it instead of like just being there and freaking out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like your oh, house shit, is on fire. Hot. You got to stop, drop, <laughs> right. roll, get out. You can't just sit in the fire and you scream, panic. You're going to you know? burn. Yeah. And that, that's, that's a lot of things, bro. Just learning not to panic. And that, that's something that I, I, I love about fighters is just like understanding. Don't panic. You know, I mean, I, it, let's let's speak about that a little bit in terms of even like your last fight like you said you found out very soon that the wrestling is something that you need to like get better with and whatnot w what was it like in that moment like did you feel panic because you know like real deal situation or were you able to kind of find some peace within there and 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 use it as an experience to where you're like really aware of what's going on. You're learning what's working, what's not working, adapting your your game plan. Man, so uh, so right before the fight, my boy David was warming me up, man, and and it's and it's things that I know that I've done in training. You know, frame the head, push their face to the mat. You know, sprawl, hips to the mat. It's things that I can tell you and I can I can do while we're drilling. But sometimes when you're in a fight, it's like almost like writer's block. You know, and that just means I need to I need to drill more. That just yeah. means I need to drill, you know, what it is more. So when, you know, Ben started shooting on me and I wasn't able to, you know, the third time I think it was he shot on me, I kind of sprawled out. But I didn't cross face. I didn't push his face to the mat. I was grabbing at his hips and it just, you know, ended up bad. Um, I didn't panic. I just kind of, uh, I just, I was still there. I was still pushing and uh, honestly hoping for a miracle, man, because I knew he was racking up on them points. Every time he took me down, it was like two, three points, you know. So I knew I was I knew I was down on points and you know I told myself win or lose like I I was in this I was in this shit man oh yeah oh yeah so. made it a fucking fight 100%. that's right did they uh do they post their fights uh they do they uh, uh my gym shout out Triumph Fight Academy out of Indian Land South Carolina uh they actually split up the videos so you can type in like Benjamin Ellis Mike Bullock and it'll come up on YouTube oh yeah that's sick um, oh yeah we'll link that down below you yeah, know absolutely. if you guys wanna wanna check this out. You got any other fights uh, coming up? Uh, I was actually supposed to compete yesterday, uh, Sambo again, um, but I, I decided, you know, the, the the week I wanted to take off or I needed to take off and just kind of tap into my, my vet community with my boys this weekend. It's that's what I needed, and I knew that. So um, I don't know of anything like right off the bat, um, but I definitely want to get back doing the Sambo, working on my takedowns. Mm -hmm. So I'm about probably when I leave here, I'll see what's going on in the next couple months. Seems like you're pretty good at listening to what your mind wants, in a sense. Um, when you realize, to a sense, that you maybe had a problem with alcohol, you were able to make the switch. It seems like you're able to really realize when you have a problem mentally and take a step back and adjust, which is really important. A lot of people will just try to continue to fight through that fire, and that's when they get caught and they'll get panicked, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Sometimes you could, you know, it, sometimes you're in a fight before you get in, into your actual fight. And it it really you're fighting yourself. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and we all we all have battles with ourselves, sure. and 
man, I don't know if you hear this enough, but if you don't, I'm proud of you. I, I know I, that, I just met you, but For real. bro, it, it could have gone so many other ways and none of them are pretty. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm honestly just super inspired by, by seeing what you do. See, I, I love, I love following you on Instagram, seeing how much you're fucking training, like your, your entire, entire fucking Instagrams, like you train and shit. I see you get on your story and you're able to be vulnerable which I think a lot of people aren't, you know, and just like you said that there were like like the uh, the the artists that you're a big fan of, it's because of their vulnerability where they were able to say, "Hey, this is what I'm going through," and, and you were able to relate to it. So I really appreciate the fact that you I see you do that, which is why I really wanted to like you know get you on the platform with us and whatnot, and. Because I know there's someone who is, there, there's probably a 14, 15 year old who is going through exactly what you were going through. A person who may be losing a loved one and, you know, they, they don't know where to turn and they're, they're looking for mentors and, and, and you're one of them, bro. Um, if you could talk to that past version of yourself or, or someone out there who might be going through something similar, what's, uh, what's something you'd want to offer them? Uh, man, I, I I wouldn't speak to somebody that was going through that uh, the same as I would like the 16 year old me. Man, I told myself to wake the fuck up, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be a little more gentler. Well, with you gotta else, you gotta be gentle with yourself. No, for sure. Especially in um, those times, if someone just came to you and said yeah, wake like, the fuck up, you probably wouldn't they have hear no them. Idea. They have no idea. Like what you know, you don't when you're in the midst of uh, your demons. You don't. It's hard to see the outside. It's hard to see the the, the light at the end of the tunnel. But it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there. I used to I used to cringe. I used to like see like positive posts that people put up and I was such a negative person that I was like there's no way you're that happy. There's no way. There's just no way you're that spirited. And and it's that's it was all a lie. It was all a lie, man. And uh nowadays I just I try to be the adult that I needed as a kid, you know. That's fire. Oh yeah. It's a bar too. We've been <laughs> hearing a lot of bars today. Yeah, yeah. You said you can't freestyle. I was off the top, my boy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. So, you say you're trying to stop drinking energy drinks, and today we were about host, and we had some energy drinks Dude. in front of you. <laughs> it's, not, it's not your job to tiptoe around, you know, what I got going on. Our fucking boy Dan had this one, and I guess he Crushed squeezed it. the shit out of that can. <laughs> but, um, I drink the blue one before we leave here. <laughs> <laughs> what made you um stop, like, like are anything that makes you feel addicted, or are you just getting away from it? Uh, so I still have a nicotine issue. I've got a Zen pouch in right now. Uh, it's just that's one of the that's one of the hard ones, man. Nicotine. I've, uh, I've heard. I recently kicked nicotine. I was uh, addicted to nicotine for ten years since I was fifteen to twenty-five. Either between tobacco and actual cigarettes, I've done it all. I mean, tobacco and a vape. But I had to trick my mind. I'd used so I would still get the effect of like I'm smoking something, but I'd have zero nicotine with it. But eventually, I would still have a nicotine pen. I would hit it like once a day, and then eventually, I just got rid of that shit. So I was just feeding like the mental craving of doing something with my hand. Absolutely. Finally, got rid of that shit. So how long is it? So you recently? You recently? December. Okay. Yeah, and I running is really what started it, man. He got me outside running again, and just feeling my lungs not being able to open, and then being restricted. I was like, this shit's out of stock. It's scary. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I smoke too much tree to not. Pardon me. No, I, yeah, I do. I, yeah, to I'm down. not <laughs> fucking stop something else. You know what I mean? Absolutely, too many yeah. negatives going in. <laughs> Absolutely. Man, I, I blow down too. By the way, I'm not like I said. I'm no saint, but 
I, I put down the things that are causing my life to be unmanageable, and weed's yeah. not one of them. So I feel that. Oh, yeah. I feel that big is uh. So you want to get off the nicotine? Oh, absolutely, man. Uh, I quit cigarettes. Uh, I was a smoker. Uh, for I think, about nine, sorry. ten years. I think cigarettes are easier than a vape. Do you vape now or do you do cigarettes? Uh, I did vape. I vaped after I quit smoking. I, I quit nicotine for like six months. And then I started dabbing in, smoking on the black and milds. And mm. uh, just so then went back to the tough, vape. man. It's just so easy, you know? It's so easy. Especially when everybody around you is carrying an elf bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's more people vape than don't. I'd say even now, it's been, we're in July, almost eight months. I would still get just a psychological feeling usually my like key times after a meal first getting into the car you know but now it's like i don't even get those to a point that's awesome yeah. congratulations to you too Took that's a, while, a big but, one dude you know? that's a big one yeah oh yeah so you said you do the uh the the pouch patches pouches yeah how do how do those work i'm, I'm not uh, so you just uh i'm not trying to promote zen or anything but it's just these little pouches there's no tobacco but it's uh just pop one in your oh, lip. Oh, like, like the dip. Kind of like the dip yeah. pouches, but there's no tobacco. Ah, I've seen those. In. It's I've just flavored those. nicotine. It's gotcha. white powder in the inside. I broke one back. Really? And it was just powder. <laughs> <laughs> That's odd. That's <laughs> funny. So you Probably can swallow powder. that, right? Uh, t- I mean, there's not really a whole lot to swallow. I mean, you can. Like, it doesn't. It's but not it's not like, talking about the saliva. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no, no, no. Don't swallow the pouch. No, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the saliva, even still, it's not, you know. Yeah, because I have a boy who fucking rolls with that shit in. And I was really? like, I thought he was dipping, and I was like, bro, I know you haven't been swallowing all this dip. Like, you should be yakking right now. What the fuck is going on? And he had a little pouches. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, is that something you're trying to get off of, too? 100%. 100%. I haven't, I can't say, I've, I can't honestly say, man, I'm, I'm trying to get off because I haven't, you know, but that's something that's definitely next. Uh, real soon. That real makes soon. sense. I was wondering because he, when you just said you were uh, still doing the nicotine, and you said you were like running two miles a day, I was like, okay. He yeah, I was like, damn. I'm barely running a mile. <laughs> and I've been stopping yeah, they for don't. A while. They don't affect my lungs like smoking you and got whatnot. The patches, yeah. Okay. But that's also the other thing. It's harder to replace. Like how I did, I just mentally replaced it. Like that's gonna be t- a little bit tougher to psychologically replace that. Oh, uh, dude. Honestly, if I carry gum around, it's not there that big of a deal. I just don't have it gum. Sounds on like me you right got now. it. So, I mean, that's just one of those things that you throw some gum in and, you know, it just kind of kills that craving. Yeah. I'm just trying to knock uh, one vice out at a time. And energy drinks was the first one that was on my list. Hey, next time you come here, we won't have energy drinks, but we'll have a shit ton of gum. Like I said, man, it's not your job. (laughs) We'll have Hubba Bubba. you were going to say vapes. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's not your job to tiptoe around. That's my responsibility. And any any addict out there, it's their responsibility. Yeah. But, like still respect but it. even though for sure even though we didn't like i like you know I, I, fucking you could be drinking a beer right here in front of me it's not gonna uh, dude i was around a bunch of drunk people yesterday and today all right, well since you said so it's, it's, just, <laughs> it's a discipline thing again you know yeah for sure but like sometimes it's hard to be disciplined bro because like is. me you know i like okay right you're you're trying to watch your weight or whatever sometimes it's fucking hard when you're you're around people who just want to eat donuts all the time and you're just like fuck so like you know i, I wouldn't want to be like the kind of person who's just like when people are around like they're they're dealing with that thing and i i try to be respectful of that you know like if i have a friend who has a a drinking issue i'm not gonna be like yo let's fucking take shots you know what i mean and, and that and that's a lot about you yeah mm-hmm. appreciate that well i know i have a addictive personality like and i uh 
recently I've been kind of like falling back into uh, believing in a higher power and whatnot. Honestly, I've just been so blessed like throughout so much of my life. I'm like, all right, there's no way this shit's coincidence at this point. You know what I mean? Like some I'm, something out there likes me. You feel me? But um, I know that I have like an addictive personality. Like, for example, uh, the booger sugar. I think it's dope, could never do it, because every time I did it, I got a sinus infection, like, no matter how little I did, and, like, I honestly look at that as, like, okay, you were looking out, because you know that could have gone very bad, like, bro, if I tried to eat one cookie, I've been better, I've been better, but, like, even cookies, like, I got, like, food, like, everything, bro, I'm just, like, an obsessive person, like, mm-hmm. anything that yeah, I'm doing, potato chip, man. bro, not whole, one p- the whole bag, bro. I'm fucking, every, like, there's, there's, I don't think of, there's an aspect in my life where I'm, like, one is enough, well, not to say that one isn't, but, like, I'm just, like, a, I'm all or nothing in a lot of things, so, uh, I think that's good, though. That means you're mastering your obsessions, which yeah. is key, you know? Yeah. You're honing what you need to obsess over. Yeah, that I got to, I gotta like, allow myself to be obsessed over things. <laughs> Specific things. Yeah, I just got to be smart about it. Even, right. like, training, bro, because, like, like even, even training sometimes I got to, like, do a better job balancing it, being, like, present in the people's lives around me because, like, some days I'm just training and I'm like, fuck. I haven't seen, I haven't, I haven't answered my fucking grandma's phone call and like today or yesterday or whatever. So you know, I gotta not be so obsessive about things. But you know, addictions, man. You gotta. I feel like we're also. I'm my brother's keeper. You know what I mean? Like you gotta make it easier for the people around you. Cause at the end of the day, we were all just fucking babies that just kept getting big. And then there were other babies who got big that said a bunch of shit around us, and then kind of like brainwashed us not intentionally but you're a product of your of your environment you know what i mean and like honestly that concept has made me i feel like just more empathetic person just realizing like you know when you see a fucking baby and you're just like this is a fucking baby you know what i mean but then you like really look around and you're like everyone was just a fucking baby and like things happened throughout the the time of them being a baby to an adult that they didn't have a lot of control over and now they're a product of that you know so Especially like the homies, you feel me? I feel like you gotta look out for the homies, gotta look out for the bros, 100%. gotta look out for the shorties too, you know. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like the shorties have a different, a special place in their heart for looking out for shorties. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, this is a, I guess kind of off topic, but fuck it, you know, we're in <laughs> it, the deep end surfing, now. <laughs> we're just fucking. I remember one time there was a there was a situation where we were out with a shorty, and you know, my my girl, I realized like there's just like thing where like women just protect women in a, in a sense you know what i mean and even ways where like i probably might not even think about it you know like for girls like fucking in a bathroom for like a second too long you know my girl's like let me go check and i'm like oh shit that's a that's a good idea you know what i mean where i feel like i i want to be like that for my bros too because i feel like a lot of times dudes aren't like that with each other you're always assuming like your your homie's gonna be all right because like you know that's what we're, we're taught man up so i do think it's important to like do the little extra work sure. to try to like look out and whatnot men are not appreciated unless value is brought upon you know Facts. and that's why you look at another man that way because he has no value to you you mm-hmm. know but you look at a woman she's always you look at a mother you know that's what you think of yeah someone who took care of you all those other things you exactly know? And it's crazy when you think about the fact, like, you know, recently, not recently, but, like, as I'm getting older, recently in the past few years, I think about, like, you know, when you're a young boy, 
people still give a fuck. And then eventually your fucking voice gets deeper and you start growing hair all over your fucking body and people just give a fuck less. And then now they're like, yo, honestly, you don't matter unless you do. <laughs> and um, I think I think that's confusing for a lot of people, you know? 100%. 100%. Fucking, it's fucking weird. And uh, yeah, man, that's why we, we have these conversations. So what you got going on for the rest of the day? Uh, man, I'm just, I am actually have to go help my uh, pops move some furniture out of her U-Haul before it gets dark. So uh, they're trying to sell my stepmom's house out in like Clayton, North Carolina. So they've been going out there doing some things, getting getting the house ready to sell, uh, getting some furniture and whatnot. So he's about to be 55 years old. So if I can help him, I will. You know, that's oh, my yeah, pops. Sure. Got to take care of him as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. You're 55, you said? Oh, yeah. My pop, yeah, my dad will be 55 in September. So. Okay. All right. So, how old was he when he had you? Uh, he was 28. 28? Yeah. Okay. How old are you? Uh, I'm 26 now. I'll be 27 later this year. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Nice. Oh, yeah. When, what, what fucking month? Uh, December 14th. What's oh, your, yeah. what, what's that make you, your fucking... Uh, it's a Sagittarius. I'm a Sag. Sagittarius, too. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't We have our troubles. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You said you don't? You don't? Uh, I mean, not really. I, mean, I couldn't tell you like what it says. I'd have to Google it. And, you know. Yeah. Do you believe in that? I'm not going to say it's uh, like, I'm not going to say it's like a, just a bunch of crap, but I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm down, I've got a growth mindset. I'm down to like, you know, doing a little research about it. I just haven't done a whole lot of research on the, uh, on the Zodiac signs. I agree. Just hasn't really been, you know. Mm-hmm. It identifies you. And I think I'm time like, definitely has a big factor of who we are and when we were put in this earth. But, like, I also have not looked into it to that extent just, either, you know. I feel that. What do you believe? What's your uh, faith system? I feel like, do you have one? Man, so uh, I grew up in a couple different churches, man. A Catholic church, Baptist church, you name it. Um, my grandmother, sweet, sweet lady, is a Catholic Um closest thing to a saying i know but um man just i was i was a troubled teenager man like to rebel a little bit and uh i lost my faith for a long time um i recently started in the last couple of years started tapping into my higher power and you know doing some research and uh keeping an open mind to things and you know my higher power my god might not be the same as yours it shouldn't be uh i mean you know but there are a lot of people that they they share the same god and that's that's cool I'm not here to judge anybody, you know, so I, I expect the th- same thing in return. <laughs> so so you, are you one of the believers of um, your higher power is, like, when you look at God, the universe, do you view it as your higher self? My higher self? So, okay, what I mean by that, like, all right, that's that's kind of how I've gotten to my spiritual wherever I am now um I would pray within my head right and then there would be times where one time I was actually tripping when it happened but I was praying and then um I stopped praying but I was by myself and then I just continued to go on my trip and then I realized like holy shit I'm doing the exact same thing you know like I'm just talking to source or whatever and uh and then after that i kind of realized like 
I think I'm always praying. Like every every thought, kind of like they say, you know, you can't hide anything from God. He knows everything you thought, everything you did, everything you whatever, whatever. And then once, you know, I, I would kind of do the whole like praying thing, talking to myself thing. I started kind of growing into the uh, belief of there is a higher self, you know, and you can connect to the higher self. And the more you connect to it, the more you know it. I almost look at it like, say like all of these or all these fucking prime bottles or whatever. Say they're filled with water. I look at it like we're the actual container. Like that's what we were given, these fleshy, squishy things that we like use for things like violence, even though we probably shouldn't, (laughs) but we got to, you know what I mean? Um, And then, you know, when it's all said and done, you just kind of get poured back into the ocean and then you're like, oh, duh. And then maybe reincarnation at at some point, there's a new little bottle and they're just like, bloop, and they put it somewhere. And uh, then the cycle continues. You know what I mean? This, this, I I guess I like to use water because it's like a renewable resource, valuable life source. Malleable. Malleable. What's malleable mean? It can change shape. Yeah. Like a metal. Like mm-hmm. a, if a metal softer, it's more malleable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So yeah, essentially, that's that's kind of what I, if that that was a part of my journey. And I guess when you said your God might not be the same as our mine, and how some people share share gods, and and you know you could just have your individual thing. I didn't know if that's kind of like the the route you were going with it. Uh, pr- I mean, pretty much, man. Uh, my grandfather, my my grandfather would go to church with my grandmother when I was growing up, and eventually, as I got older, he quit going. I don't know what the the reason by it was, but he used to always tell me he's like I, he's like I'm not Catholic. I, he he would tell me he would just go to make my grandmother happy, which is all you know. It's a good thing to do for your loved ones. Um, but he would always tell me that God was love, and that's I've heard that. And he would just say God is love, places, and. Right? Uh, and I guess I mean honestly, if, if if you have love in your heart, then God's with you. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. Well, bro, I could tell that you got a lot of love in your heart. Absolutely, man. Hundred percent. I am extremely grateful for having you on here today. Dude, I'm grateful for the opportunity for me. I'm guys, extremely so. grateful for you to be able to express yourself the way you have. A lot Absolutely. of people are just afraid of these things, and it's, you being able to face them and speak about them is going to help so many people do the same thing. I hope so, thing. man. I really do. I hope, oh, I hope yeah, somebody bro. sees us that needs it. So. They will. They will. 100%. Um, goodbye, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for coming. We want to, If you want to give our boy here a follow, we'll have his social media down below. And, yeah, man. You're a superstar. Oh, you guys are, Keep too. Keep it up, man. <laughs> Heck, yeah. You're fucking Excited Batman. to see where you go. Thank you, man. Oh yeah. Peace out guys.